What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I definitely relived it with my traumatic experience being molested um I had to I relived it every time I went to church because the person that did it was my pastor Hi, welcome back to the couch. Hey, today we're going to dive into not such a good, like a warm topic, but we're going to talk about trauma and how that affects us daily. And the truth of the matter is everybody has had a traumatic experience. And normally, let me I've done my research based on recent statistics. 618,399 children are abused before the age of two today. And that means I know in my life, I've probably had my first traumatic experience, probably kindergarten. I was pretty young, pretty young. And that's the truth for a lot of people. So we're just going to dive into trauma, what that looks like, what it feels like and how to overcome it, how you can definitely do things to not live in that traumatic place all the time. And these women have helped me through most, maybe all of my traumatic experiences, because you're going to have some more. So we're going to give y'all some tools and stuff on how to ground yourself and just be okay. All right. Y'all ready to talk about trauma? Yay. (laughs) So I know the first, the first question (laughs) that we're going to ask is after a traumatic experience, what did you notice about yourself? Yeah. I can go first. Yeah. It it doesn't matter when in life, just after that traumatic experience and it could be 
big or small? Like, what was what what traumatic happened to you, and how were you after that experience? Um. Well, without going into detail specifically about the trauma, I know I shut down. Um, I the way I see it is like I become invisible, or I become a rock, or I just become. I don't know. It's like everything, like all of my color or my energy just kind of just goes to the ground and I just become quiet or still like I leave my body or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, of course, you know, like a defense mechanism, a survival mechanism. Um, so, yeah, learning that has been very important for me in business relationships, friendships, relationships, because now I know like knowing my triggers, like, okay, once I'm triggered, I'm probably going to do this. This is how you can support me until I come out of this space. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the thing too, knowing that you can be triggered, but that's not the whole thing. That's not the whole world. That's not all of existence. It's a moment. So when you know that, like, I know I'll come out of it. This is what it looks like. You can prepare those that love you because everybody triggers, you know, triggers may look different. Um, so yeah. Mm. Let me, for me, and I've noticed um, throughout my life in the the traumatic situations that have happened, I always get really, really hard on myself. And I start viewing myself however that person was viewing me. As weird as that may sound. Um, I kind of always took whatever negative they threw at me or the situation through at me, I always kind of went back for maybe three, four days. Like, yeah, Joy, you're just horrible. You're just horrible. And I, I get really, really hard on myself um, after trauma. And I isolate completely from myself, <laughs> from people, from everything. And I, um, I learned recently that how unhealthy that is. Um, and that's why I wanted to have this uh, talk about trauma because Nine times out of ten, nobody's. Go- I'm, I know me personally. I'm not picking up the phone and calling as soon as it happens. I, it takes me a day or two to be like, okay, so, mm-hmm. who boy? <laughs> because I'm thinking all the time that it's my fault that it happened. Versus, no, you're good. It's okay. So I tend to always I like, beat myself up. That's how I change. I get really negative with myself mm-hmm. instead of. I wish I turned into a rock. But I, it's like it's it's a it's a thing, and I had to mm-hmm. notice to change. Okay, so when something bad happened to me, and I noticed that it shook me to my core, I'd be like, "Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, mm-hmm. Joy, you're good. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay." So yeah, I've learned and I beat myself up. I don't necessarily beat myself up, but I will say that I will replay the incident, mm. what happened before. Maybe a little bit even before that and see if it was something that I did or could have done mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. to change the outcome. Not necessarily for it to not happen, but maybe for it to not hurt as bad. Mm. Um, because depending on the situation, I lost me for a while before I got me back, if that makes sense. Oh, certain yeah. like certain situations, <laughs> I definitely. Yeah. Okay. Nadia, what? So I don't know if this is that self evaluation or is that like yeah, I would I would call it going that. through your self defined tooth comb. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, <clears throat> I completely escaped. <laughs> but uh, what was the question? After a traumatic experience, what did you notice about yourself? Huh. 
um, after a traumatic experience, I probably noticed my lack of trust in um, everybody and people that had nothing to do with my experience. Mm. <clears throat> but if they do something that's familiar to that traumatic experience, I kind of back away from them. Mm. Um, and they they never know. Mm. They never know that they just triggered me. Mm. They never know they just offended me and scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't they don't know that I don't share it. Um and then I'll just continue to do my self healing, self self evaluation and then deal with that person that triggered me again when I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Trauma. Trauma trauma. Okay. <coughs> what? Oh, oh so my God. Oh I'm sorry, Chrissy. <laughs> Oh my god. We got one more. I'm sorry, oh my girl. God. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you for speaking up though. That's all good. I'm in the cut. Um <laughs> I got a head on. Um cool little bit. First of all, recognizing that it was traumatic. Um because even early on, how you first interact with, with trauma is usually how you do throughout the rest of your life. Until it changes, until you become aware that, oh, I need to change that. Um, how I addressed it, it was, I didn't even address it. It was, well, maybe if I don't pay attention, or maybe if I don't address it, maybe I, I, mm. it didn't happen. So, so, so I can, I yes, can go I about can life and that didn't even, that, that wasn't even me in that person. Compartmentalization. And then it, something can happen. I can smell something and I'm like, oh. It did happen. And you're back into that moment. And then you replay that moment. Or I, I have a phobia about tape. I cannot stand tape on me. So growing up, you know, siblings will be siblings. So they put tape on you, but, you know, they think it's just, you know, anomaly. I'm like, uh, all realizing it's trauma, but they didn't know because I didn't open my mouth. I didn't know how to. So I didn't know what trauma was. I didn't know if I could talk about it. I didn't know if I should talk about it. So when I did get the opportunity to, that's coming to realize, oh, okay, so I'm triggered because of this. And, you know, when you think you're over something and something else can trigger it, I'm like, I didn't even know that was a trigger. So it's it's that moment that it comes, that triggering moment. Like, oh, okay, so with that comes, it's just a, a spiraling, oh, okay, so, but this is not now. <clears throat> Ground yourself now. What do you smell now? Where are you now? Are you safe? Mm. Yes. Are you loved? Yes. Are you here? Yes. So it's just the reassuring and the reaffirming of being in the now instead of reliving the past and the present. So you can, Mm. you know, move on to your future. Speaking of reliving, when you guys relive these moments, do you feel them physically? If I dream them. If you dream them. So you dream, you dream traumatic, your traumatic experience? I have in the past. Ooh, boy. There was one particular incident that I could close my eyes and I could literally see, feel, smell all of like the, mm-hmm. and it took a while for that to happen, to, to stop happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but not all the time. Sometimes I might just feel what my emotions feel like mm-hmm. after it happened. Um, yeah. Oh, let me see. When I relive, I normally feel it in my chest mm-hmm. and I have to lay down. Like, 
it gets real heavy for me reliving um traumatic situations especially if it just happened well that thing i'll just be like that fresh wound <laughs> boy it's, it's real it's real tough for me so physically i can say i always feel it in my chest and that's when i know um some extra love or healing needs to be applied when i can't breathe mm. um because some stuff y'all y'all been through some stuff and i know all of us at this at this table i mean at the at the couch if we could say things and y'all can too y'all can share and open up when y'all when y'all's most traumatic situation and you can talk about tape if you want to um <laughs> it just it shapes so much and i know i, I still deal with anxiety due to tra- traumatic situations and um i'm still learning how to view myself in a better light because of trauma because it will switch some things around <laughs> in your mind to make it a little cloudy, but it's clear today. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the plus. It's clear today. Um, so, do you feel it physically in your body when you relive it? Mm-hmm. So, I am a numbing person. I mm-hmm. compartmentalize. So, initially, no, I don't believe I feel it. But if I sit down long enough, if I take the time to sit and process it, I feel things in my solar plexus. So it's like a burning in my belly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I journal or work out or, yeah, because he can't sit. It, it just yeah. shows up as anxiety. I don't feel it just one place. I actually feel the trauma. So it's not, well, I feel it in my, my chest. I feel it. I f- actually feel what's happening. Um, so to kind of, and it's not all the time. It's it's minute things, like you said, with the tape. Real quick with that, um, molested as a child, and they used tape to to tape uh, my hands and my wrists. So growing up, I hate it. I, I still don't like it, but I don't go there anymore. <laughs> but like stickers growing up, hey, you want a sticker? Don't put that shit on me. <laughs> and I would just have this complete meltdown of a ah don't do it and they will laugh I mean they didn't know you know you don't know you can't care so I didn't know once again what to say or how to say it or who to say it to you know can I say this because I because I remember a day <clears throat> when I because rec- I've, I've been your friend for a very long time 15 and, plus. and she said it you know this is for someone who's telling people about their trauma but not specifically telling them about your trauma she was my friend for a very long time before I recognized it and the only way I recognized that it was something serious about tape was when she almost passed out about the tape and my thing to her was Chrissy you gotta tell us how to love you and didn't know how (laughs) if if it was that because you know when kids be like I don't like no tape I don't want no tape and she's so hard up so it's it's so I want people to be comfortable with the people that love them enough to say this right. is something that I really cannot do. Mm-hmm. And say it sternly and look them in the eye if you have to and tell them no, I don't like that. And why? Mm-hmm. If you trust them and it's a safe place, mm-hmm. tell them why. Cause when after she said that, I literally <laughs> said, I don't think anybody in your family knows that how how you feel about that and why that's important to you. Mm-hmm. Um so speaking up. And she been speaking up. But that's when it dawned no. on me as a friend, two friends, 
mm-hmm. connect with your friends and see yeah. where they need the push to oh no there's something wrong no come here like pick them up and hold them up you mm-hmm. know and be there for them especially when you know and just found out that it was something right. and it's okay to be vulnerable yeah. yeah to be to be like i was saying earlier um i think it was just us talking but once i start to feel safe around you now i can trust you with more of me mm-hmm. because now okay so you, you're not gonna are you sure you're not gonna drop me it's still that you, you go to that inner yeah. child like yeah. okay so are we are we good you are you sure you can't handle it because mm-hmm. i've been handling a lot of stuff and i don't feel like handling can you handle mine mm-hmm. like yeah. yes like okay mm-hmm. so and it's like it's a dive in mm-hmm. it's it's a it's that bubble bath feeling mm-hmm. it's that submersion of of acceptance and love Without obligation, without judgment, which is another thing. Cause I'm like, okay, so this, and, and I just thought it was the craziest thing. That's why I never said anything. I was like, it's take, get over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, but really it was a huge trigger. And had I not addressed it, had I not said anything, had you not told me that that was a trigger, that was traumatic, no, Chris, talk about it. No, I don't need to. I'm good. I'm fine. You know, that I'm good. I'm fine mentality. Damn near kill me. So. You know, even opening this up, which is, you know, I had, I was diagnosed with Graves disease and gone. And because I study the body so much, it's so weird that, um, here is what your, the throat chakra. So mm-hmm. that's connected to your truth. I had a lot of truth that was backed up. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't speak. I just, I didn't know how to. So it was just all here and it showed up in my body was just, mm-hmm. you know, the physical manifestation of everything mm-hmm. that's happening with spiritual, mental. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the last defense is the physical. So it's showing up here and, you know, being septic. So everything is just showing up. I'm like, okay, so this is trauma. Address. I'll be damned (laughs) if I'm in the hospital again. definitely relived it with my traumatic experience being molested um I had to I relived it every time I went to church Mm. because the person that did it was my pastor Mm. um so I relived it every time I went to church and I saw a pastor preaching I was like "Uh, you can tell my nun don't really care what he talking about but I like the way I feel when I come to church but I really don't like him. And that man ain't did nothing to me. And then when I had a baby, I was terrified for her dad to change her, be intimate with her, hold her, terrify me. I'm like, no, he can't do that. No, he can't change her. No, I always have to do everything. And then I just forced myself one day to just be like, okay, that's her dad. Let him be intimate with her. But even still today, I'm still, my daughter, she can't sit on no man's lap. She can't stay the night with where it's boys and girls. She can't stay. She, it's just things that she just can't do because it's not happening. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to protect her. Um, it very well may never happen. But as long as I have the power to protect it, I'm going to do that. So it's, it definitely is a, even in my my own intimate relationships, don't grab me around my neck and face me. Mm-hmm. Don't don't hold me down. If I'm trying to get up, don't do that to me. 
I am going to go into full outrage. Yeah. <laughs> mm. wow. But I'm, 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 I'm healing. I'm getting better. Yeah. Now I speak and say, hey, ahead of time, look, let me give you this list of things <laughs> not know, to do. Because, because hey, you did no time. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, ask, ask, yeah, ask. Yep. Okay. So do women like... I don't think women understand that it's okay to have lists of yes, I like that. No, I don't like that. I, yeah, it's, it's definitely <laughs> it's yeah. important to it's have yes, that because yes. some men will come in the game and feel like you free game yeah, and you right. just with whatever they want to give out to you. No, sir. Right. I don't like shrimp. I don't want to eat that. I don't eat chicken. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, whatever that boundary is. No, don't touch me like that. No, don't speak to me in that tone. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say that. And if that person truly loves you, they'll make that change and they'll make make it damn near instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Mm. So y'all at home, go ahead and write your list. Get your pen go and write, just go ahead and write it down and make it <laughs> plain, make I it clear. Like? What, what you like? like? <laughs> okay. So when he comes around, you are you already doing what you like on your own, and he just compliments. Okay. So our next question, and we can make it. <laughs> what hurt your younger self that you never fully healed from? Oh. What would you say to your younger self today? Ouch. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I can go. Okay. Um, I will say that in the times that, so I was molested at nine by the nephew. 14-year-old nephew at the time of my father's now wife, but was girlfriend. Um, and I told my dad. And I remember my dad not really saying anything, and his wife didn't believe me. And he allowed her to call me a liar mm-hmm. and all yes. of these things. Yes. And I said, I can't trust you to protect me anymore. And there's no reason for me to come and visit. Mm-hmm. Because in this space, nobody, like I'm my protector and I'm only nine. I remember, um, yeah, feeling like I had to grow up in a way that, because even when I remember I went home and I had the conversation with my mom, but still, Nothing really happened that I thought should happen. So I told that part of the backstory to be able to now I would go back and tell my younger self. They're only protecting you as much as they know how. And like, it's okay. You like you protecting yourself here doesn't mean you have to protect yourself for the rest of your life. Because I built a fortress around myself after that. Uh, Yeah. And it was. But I didn't come to like real terms with that until like maybe 2018. And it was just like, ah, they really like protected you to the best they could. So carrying that your whole life, you know, and then it's like, I'm guarded with y'all because y'all don't know me. Y'all couldn't, y'all didn't, you wouldn't. So yeah, and it took me all of that time to realize Mm. That I felt unprotected and just in not, not just in that situation, but in other situations where 
if I said, hey, these people, they did da 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 but then you still deal with them and I know that I'm not safe around them. It's like, oh, so y'all kind of sweep stuff. You know, if we just keep jumping on the rug and hoping yeah, that it's going to flatten out. That's our that, I know that's our community, yes. However, my dad said to me, I mean, it was such and such and such amount of time. You are over that by now? And no, that's when it You know, that's how they, so they can't help you, you because, you know, mm-hmm. they haven't helped themselves. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's... Mm-hmm. And- so what would you tell your younger self? Yeah, that like you, you're, it's okay to protect you in the way that you, you are, but you don't have to build such a strong fortress mm-hmm. because it's just for now. Like you won't have to do this forever, forever. with Gosh. everybody. Yeah. With everybody. Mm-hmm. Cause it took a while, even to let y'all, it took a while, mm-hmm. but not because I'm home up through that now. <laughs> Feel like I had to do one slow brick by brick. Like it was like, hey, it's okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mom would definitely be um, to speak, to never let anybody make you feel inferior, to never let anybody intimidate you to where you don't have a voice. If you can, if you can speak in this audible. Mm. and something's bothering you, something hurt you, you feel a way, speak it. I don't care who it's against. I don't care who it's at. I don't care in what moment it is. If it makes you uncomfortable, it hurts you, speak it. Um, If you're a child, tell mommy, tell daddy, um, and let them be the voice for you. Um, Definitely, I would say I kept that from my parents, until I was 29 years old. Mm. And I was about to have my, my own child. And my mom said, I couldn't protect you. And she cried and said, I couldn't protect you. And I said, but mommy, I'm okay. And I said, so if I'm okay, I need you to be okay. And then we saw that person in the restaurant. I remember. I remember that day. Mm. Oh, he's right here. It was like, all right. And my mom was literally about to kill him. Mm-hmm. in a restaurant mm-hmm. but I had to keep reminding her mama I'm okay mm-hmm. but in her mind it happened today it did and I, and I could see how a person how a parent can go from loving to monster mode a monster mm-hmm. you pointed me <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> that beast, y'all. Yeah, it's <laughs> that definitely <laughs> that experience for sure has made me a monster yeah. when it comes to my baby. Yep. But it gave me a, a a a relationship with her that talk, say say what you feel. We gonna get through. You're not gonna be disrespectful, but whatever you feel in your body, whatever thought. Either you're going to talk about it or we're going to write it down. That's what and I'm going to say, write it down. It brings us closer, our our mother-daughter bond, um, for sure. And I, again, say to my younger self and to her, she's my younger self, um, speak and, and don't let nobody shut you up. Mm. You said what hurt your younger self, right? Yeah, what hurt your younger self that you haven't fully healed from? And then what would you say to your younger self? Um, 
My dog's so cool. Look at her. I know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, to start trusting myself with my intuition. Like, after being molested several times by several people, I started to not trust myself with people. Mm. So I was like, I don't know what your motive is. So guard up or you a man already know what you want play (laughs) to the left. So, um, to start trusting and believing in my, in, in who I am and, and I guess recognizing people for who they are, you know, and accepting them. I accept you for who you are. A monster. Great. Be over there. (laughs) But, um, it's taught me to, to trust me more in my decisions. And then I can start to trust people more because that's what I'm starting to attract. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to check genuine people. So I don't have to question your motives, you know? Mm-hmm. And if I were to talk to, I talked to her all the damn time, but to uh, talk to my younger self, it's your feelings matter. Yes. Sit in it. It's okay. Like you don't have to be strong for somebody else that is, Decades older than you. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. being the youngest and being or having so much responsibility, it was, well, I'll handle this later. And it's in the kitchen boiling over. And I put so much stuff in the kitchen that the kitchen is just overflowing. I'm like, well, I'll get to it later. But I let me take care of everything else. And I look in the kitchen. It's about on fire. Oh, let's close that real quick. I, I ain't got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But to sit in it, it's OK. You broke a dish. Don't cry. You know, just just fix it again. And it's it's nothing in. Um, that's why I kind of use gold leaf and gold in a lot of my pieces, um, because I love the art of um, Titsunugi. And that's from Japan. And they say when anything is broken, they repair it with gold. Mm. So I have to re- I, even when I was a kid, I had to repicture that stuff. I'm like, OK, well, you broke Chris. Well, shoot, you damn near pure gold at this point. <laughs> 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 I'm pure afford. I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being who I'm supposed to be, which is golden. And it's the purifying of it. So I don't mind being broken because I know Yahweh will put me back together again, how I'm supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh, you're making me better. Thanks. That hurt. Cool. <laughs> Better again. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't learn that one. Yeah. Cool right. beats. Cool, cool. But yeah, I just, just to keep loving yourself and it's okay to love yourself enough to say something and to sit in your feelings to say something to somebody else. Cause they love you too. Yeah, boy. Cause it, like, they love you too. It you know, family, friends, they love you. It took you a long time, but you, you took know, a long you time. Let us see it, boy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it only took a few years. But we have to Oh, these questions, Joy. Um, <laughs> childhood trauma, and what? And what? What hurt your younger self that you haven't fully healed from? And what would you tell your younger self that I haven't fully healed from? I don't know. Uh, that I am enough. Let's see. Yeah, growing up, I felt like I just couldn't do things right. Like, as much, uh, 
on the outside, it, it was like perfection. Like, oh, you you got the good grades. You're, you're touring. You're doing this. You're doing that. And being, you know, perfect Patty, but still feeling like I was still not perfect enough or I wasn't doing everything right. Um, I guess uh, the childhood trauma of just not being seen. Um, overlooked because I was a good child. So, oh, we ain't got to worry about you. Okay, well, uh, I, I hurt, even though I'm not screaming, you know, so being looked over and um, and at the, same, at the same time, working silently, but very, very hard. Like, you see what I put together? Look at this big thing I made. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Okay, so that's not good enough either. Mm. Oh, okay. So, um, I think... So sometimes I just create and I create really big things, really big, beautiful things. And I'll just leave them over there and not say anything because I'm like, uh, I don't we know. My God, and you I got 17 business bitches. Oh, oh by the way, y'all. Uh, <laughs> by the way, it's been here for years. <laughs> And we won't know until we go buy a house. So yeah, yeah by the way, Letting people into the things that I do create without the fear of they're going to come in and be like, well, that's messed up and that's not right. And this is not perfect. So being okay with progress versus perfection, that Mm. everything needs to be perfectly in space before I can share. And that um, there's beauty in all of the imperfections or creativity, you know, and being easier on myself. So the trauma of perfection. Mm. That's good stuff. That's good. I love that, Man. What about you? What hurt your younger self that I haven't fully healed from? I'm not sure if I haven't, uh, what I haven't really healed from because I'm still on that journey. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Um, But I can say... What hurt was almost like yours, Jasmine. I grew up singing. I've been singing since I can remember. So I've always had to entertain. I always had to be in the front. And I've always had to put on as a kid. Um, In church, I grew up in church. So then I had to put on extra. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because you don't grow up and just love Jesus. No matter what they tell you. You don't. Um, Let alone yourself. You you have to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I grew up pushed like go go ye therefore teach all the nations is what they told me so I did that for a very long time and um as a child it's kind of rough because you just want to play and I know that's not what Beyonce and everybody else did um as children but for me I wanted to play and I couldn't do that a lot 
um, because we were very, we had a strict schedule. We were church singing. We played all the sports. My parents kept us busy because an idle mind is the what devil's workshop. So, this is trauma. It is hell. Hell. Being raised in a black church and forced to do it. Or if you don't see the blood will be on your hands. You don't say So, as my younger self, um, I would say all of your gifts matter. Mm. All of them. If I had to turn back, because as a child, I want to do so many other things than stand in front of people and make them feel away. feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, whether that was singing, cheering, ballet, I've done it all. Um, softball, done it all. <laughs> um, I would say to her, all of your gifts matter. Um, you're seen. And keep being creative, like and choose and choose my own joy, like yeah. do, it, do, do what it, feels I good to do. you. You know, um, even as children, I know that y'all can't do what y'all want to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to listen. However, keep that in <laughs> mind. I mean, just as a kid, just and I, I instill in Paul. What does your mind say? What do you say? What do you feel? And then we just mold and shape. You know, um, so I would say that to my younger self. You're seen and all your gifts matter and tap into them. Don't be scared. Yes. Don't be scared. Yeah. I mean, um, it's better. You smile again. Like, yep. You're scared. You smile. Okay, okay. Okay. Y'all, that wasn't too bad. Oh, God. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> that wasn't. So, for people dealing with trauma today, and um, even, even viewing love through trauma, meaning you, you're afraid to get in relationships because all of them have failed my in card. some way. Um, <laughs> my card said, what are you struggling with today? Oh, uh, you're mm. struggling with your relationship? No, that's just that's just what my card said. Today. Oh. Mm. oh, wow! The one you gave me. Um, so I just want y'all to briefly just tell people how you get through and got through some traumatic times with with whatever y'all were going through. Just help some people out. Let them know it don't last always. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say for me. I had to stop trying to look at the bigger picture, what's going to happen tomorrow, next year. And I really had to be focused on the moment, focusing on each moment and letting getting through each moment became each day and then each week and each month. And then, you know, I was able to really say, oh, I don't feel as heavy as I did, but you didn't realize it because you so focused on how am I going to go to work with this? How am I going to be around these people and still feel this way? And how can I perform and still, you know, mm-hmm. or if I pretend like it didn't happen or put it in this little box and then not look at it yeah, it doesn't work like that. But for me, focusing on each moment and getting through each moment, allow me to get through each day. Let's go. Nadia, you want to go? Or you still think? Um, I don't know. I went. Did I go? Mm-hmm. Not this question. What was the question? How did you help someone? How how did you get through your traumatic situations? Like feeling the trauma. Like how do you how did you get better? Mm. I think it took me to deal with the man that I'm dealing with today, mm. where he had to make me feel completely safe with him, and he had to say, "Look, I'm not anybody else." I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to protect you. And however long it takes for you to heal, I am going to be right here. And 
for him to say that was like, <laughs> okay, I'll try. <laughs> and, but still, I still go revert back to my flight mm-hmm. de- uh, defense mechanism. It's instead of fighting, mm-hmm. um, he says something that upsets me or offends me. I shut down. I'm say anything. Um, but then when I'm ready to say, then I'm going to say everything. But it's definitely my love's um, reassuring me that it is okay. I know you're damaged, but you're mine to deal with now. And I'm not going to damage you any further. Mm. So Safety is a... Yeah. So big. It feels so good. It's, yeah. it is. Um, it's important to feel protected for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Um, what? How did I get through? No. How did I get through? Yeah, you said. How did you tell? Right. Them how you got through? Yeah. yeah. How you get through trauma? Um. The best I'll say because there are a few things that are actively in the works for me. Oh. <laughs> um, but the one that I can say was the most the most life changing for me was meditation. Um, I won't I won't say his name out loud, but um, meditation allowed me the chance to quiet the noise in my head. Um, and I and I started meditating because I just got done with a traumatic situation, a relationship that was horrible. He was very manipulative and it was crazy. And I needed, I sitting, pulled up sitting, on him. <laughs> he's like, crazy. Take everything. Take the tissue, the vacuum. <laughs> so after, after that, I was in search. There was a boy and I was in search for not another partner but myself. So I could feel me because I wasn't, I was really numb. Um, in meditation, you literally go to a place where it's only peace and quiet and everything that you want to be there. And meditation was my escape. It still is. It's I could take, I could do it now, but you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's my safe place. And for some reason in meditation, I can, and this may sound weird to some people. Um, the trauma doesn't seem as big mm. in there. Um, it becomes really small and I'm not making anybody else's experience small, but for me, it's like, it becomes this dot and I can literally just shoot light through it and it starts to disappear and become a lesson versus something that hindered me, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so my way of healing trauma was meditation and I recommend it for everybody. And this woman sitting beside me was the reason I started. She took me to my first meditation class. <laughs> um, and I couldn't be more grateful for that because it literally changed my life. Mm. One feather, if you're watching this. Oh, <laughs> that's so for sweet. Mm-hmm. You going to go? I could. So you go first. <laughs> um, something that helped with traumatic. Um, having a creative outlet. Even even in painting, it is my meditation. Um, for my dad, it was woodwork. For someone else, it could be journaling. So I totally agree with meditation. And there are so many forms of meditation. Because once I start 
once I start creating it, it's, it's something different. It's, I'm, I'm Mary Elise now because nothing else matters but whatever I'm creating. It, and there is no fault in it. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. It's just your way. So, you know, I am expelling whatever it is that I feel. If I want to do a whole red swipe, this is what I feel like. I'm angry. This is what it is. You know, there's no right or wrong. It's, it's, it's all internal. So if I didn't have that outlet, I'm, I'm not even sure what I would be doing. It was that actually saved my life. Being able to express some type of way in, in, uh, woodwork, even I did that with my dad and, and in clay or just painting, sketching, have something that you love. Like if you can wake up right now and say, you know what? I can do this all damn day. Do it. Even as for at least that five minutes goes back to that self care. Go, go to that inner child. What did you want to do? Ballet, dance. Who cares is looking like, and that's another thing I want to tell my kid. Who cares? Nobody cares. You care more about you than anybody else. And it's okay to do that. It's okay to say that. It's okay to, to be like, Hey, no, I don't want to do this. I'd rather do this for me because in this moment, going back to your moment, um, it's the realization of how do I feel? How can I get it out? Cause it can't be just stuck. Yes. Yeah, sit in it what you feel like, but it got to come out some type of way or else it's just in, it's just there. And it's just like twirling, just mad at you. <laughs> um, and, and <laughs> creating bonds because I don't want to have another bond without intimacy or trust because without trust, it's, it's not intimacy. It's just trauma. So I need to be able to trust you in my intimacy so that we can have a bond instead mm. of just doing things just out of just out of circumstance or just doing that emotion. And then it's just now we bonded through trauma for what? Mm-hmm. Grow out of that. <laughs> Honestly, but you got to recognize it. Yeah. Like, why am I attracted to you? What is it that resonates? Oh, toxic. Got you. I love you, but I have to walk away. You Give me my heart back. Yes. No, but um absolutely. I I would have to say some type of creative outlet, something that you yourself find enjoyment with, that you can smile and you don't even realize you smile. I be having to I um record myself. Painting sometimes, I'm like, you just cheese is so big. Mm-hmm. All your gaps are showing and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Chris, okay. And just to be in that, that moment of happiness and <laughs> the moment of happiness for it to stick and for it to keep going. Like, if you can find that moment in your trauma, it's just, it's like a breath of fresh air almost. It's, Hmm. Trauma. Okay. Uh, listening to y'all, I'm going in like 17 different directions. Of course, meditation. Heck yeah, through and through. Meditation is a place where, um, like you said, you can close your eyes. And for me, I'm very visual, so I can see things and colors and shapes. So if I can get through a meditation, it's almost like I can project all these things into puzzle pieces and then I can move them around and change the setting. So meditation helps me do that. Um, creativity. So I'm not as 
a wonderful artist like you. Like what I don't say, paint. I, 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 I do stick figures. Too, you might like, stick. Come on. Baby, I can give draw me stick, stick figures. No. Okay. With, so, with yes. With so I like to um, color. So um, my daughter has sickle cell. Oh, everybody know. And so when I've had to stay in the hospital with her for long periods of time, I always bring a coloring book and some colored pencils. Um, even though it has, you know, it's not specifically dealing with the trauma, but it gives me one thing like with trauma, you feel out of control, mm. right? So with being able to color in a shape, it gives me a, a feeling of completion, like almost of a instant gratification. Like I can't fix this, but I can color this in, you know? So art, you know, what do we say? Meditation, um, being outside in nature um, helps me connect. I'm a tree hugger. I will hug a tree and be like, hey, can I give this energy to you? Please take it to the ground and do something with it, but just get it out of me. Thank mm. you. Uh, hugging trees and then the community. Um, as human beings, um, we are not meant to do any of this alone. Like we are communal beings since the beginning of time. Uh, we all depend on each other. Um, I, I would give my students the analogy of, um, Castaway. You know, he had the, the soccer ball yeah. and what's Wilson. What Wilson. Wilson. So with that movie, they had to do specific research, psychological research, because literally if you were stuck somewhere by yourself, you would start talking to random objects because we have to commune with something. So that was written specifically like with the human in mind and design. So, um, feeling being able to trust yourself enough to show up as who you truly are. So you can begin to attract the people to you so that you can truly be yourself. Like you're not going to, I'm not going to say you're not going to survive, but it's best to survive through your trauma with other people holding you to be your mirror, to throw you afloat. Like no one can help save you or find out where you are. If you don't tell people where you are, how to locate you. So even one thing that we talked about amongst our friend group is like, if you're getting to a place where it's just too damn dark, this is the emoji we're going to send. Like help. That signal. (laughs) That signal is getting too dark, roll up, pull up. And Every, there's different levels in friendship. Everybody's not going to be the pull-up partner. Some people are the hangout people. Some people are the events people or, you know, whatever the case is. But there don't keep depositing into accounts that you can't withdraw from, mm. right? Man. So it's like you need to have some people around. <laughs> you need to have people around you. If you're giving and giving and holding space for people in such huge ways, you are doing a disservice to yourself to Absolutely. not have somebody, at least one person close to you, who you can tell the truth to. And I'm specifically talking to healers because mm. who heals no, the healer? Being a healer or a teacher does not mean that you have all your shit together. It means you have a gift and you share the best that you know, but that doesn't mean that you are imperfect. So get yourself off the pedestal. Uh, hello. Okay. And say, hey, I need help. I need people. <laughs> okay. So. I'm and that's why they're here. Huh? <laughs> this is why I'm connected to these women. Do you hear this? <laughs> y'all are getting some jewels. Okay. And some gems. I hope y'all are getting this. And y'all keep talking about intimacy. And I just want to touch on it just a little bit. Because I wrote this down in my notes. And I Dig said. It. I say intimacy needs to be developed again. And I mean eye to eye contact. I wrote this yes. down in my notes. Because. I'm noticing now that y'all like to text. 
Y'all like the virtual talk, but y'all don't really like to. Y'all can see a woman in public and will send her a DM before you walk up and say, hey, what's your name? Right. And I think the eyes to eye contact needs to be redeveloped or re. And I think social media is definitely the cause of it for, for this is just my opinion. It's not a fact. Social media has become the people will feel more connected on social media than they do mm-hmm. in real life. Because it's a mask. Like. It's 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 becoming a little weird. And she just said on the on the thing that I mean, on, in the movie, he was talking to an object because he'd been. And that's all we do today is talk to an object. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is in the house but you and your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard for me to. I would rather talk to my girlfriend. I'm calling. Chrissy text me, but I will definitely say call me <laughs> and talk to me. Because I grew up in an age where we didn't even have cell phones. So I'm used to communing. And um, I think intimacy, not even on a sex level, but just intimacy, period, needs to be redeveloped. Because nowadays, that's all kids have Mm -hmm. is the the TV screen. And they love the games. They just they have friends on the games. Let me answer this. What is your definition of intimacy? Intimacy. Mm. Oh, I don't even know if I could put it into words. I just see two bodies and like the rings connecting like this. But so I would say deep connectedness. Um, Have you ever experienced it? Oh, yes. And I've even experienced it with my first with my father. Like just that where you where there's no there's no fear, no nothing. It's just you. It's just almost like you floating. And you could do that by just sitting with me right now, girl. What's up? You good? <laughs> I can't stand that easy. Where you could just you you feel safe enough to just show and open up and show you and reveal your real self like naked. Mm-hmm. No holes bar. And that person is naked with you because they've cried the same tears you cried. They've had the same trauma you've had. And not the same exact experience, but everybody's had those things, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like intimacy. It's just a deeper connection, a deeper level of knowing who you're talking to. And I think people are very surface these days. It's real. Like, what's up? I don't know. What's up? Like, there's no building of trust. There's no nothing. What you doing? Where you doing? Do you? How was your mom? How was was y'all's relationship? Do you even want to know what you're dealing with before you date me? You you too deep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you too shallow. I ask Mm -hmm. uncomfortable questions. Me too. Like... So I think intimacy, y'all, everybody's talking about it. It needs to be redeveloped. So how y'all feel about it? Y'all feel like. Yeah, I, I feel I, even, I, even I, the definition and understanding of what that is mm-hmm. and then being able to share that with one person, let alone other people. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you got to figure it out first before you can. I don't you're not going to have it all figured out alone. I'm you. just saying getting a better understanding and then being able to share that because. Yeah, I don't need you to be on the phone. If we right here, let's let's be right here. Let's be, be right present. Here. Be with mm. me right here. <laughs> and intimacy isn't just sex either, guys. Yeah, there are different levels of intimacy. Like, it ain't, I'm, it ain't I'm, when you rub my knee, right. I'm just gonna open up like a flower. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's that. Different levels. That's how that is. So Jasmine, go away. Did you? <laughs> I told you she. She got to be stopped <laughs> now, immediately. So, ladies, do y'all have any closing remarks that y'all want to say to the people? Anybody? I would definitely want to close on the intimacy subject. Okay. Definitely take time to be intimate with your person, whoever your person is, whoever your circle is. 
Be intimate with your child. Be intimate with your parents. Um, get to know them. Talk to their spirits. Talk to their hearts. Um, because it's important and a lot of people aren't vocal. They don't talk about the things that matter to them or what feels good to them. Um, they might need a hug and been longing for a hug for 20 years. And you give them that hug and then that opens up this whole nother side of them. So definitely take the time to to give intimacy to people. Not everybody, but people that, that are definitely worth it. I think um, first learning how to be intimate with yourself. Because you can't learn it with somebody else. Like when others say, well, you too deep. Well, that's as deep as they can go. Because they haven't been intimate with themselves to ask themselves hard questions. So, um, and um, Ooh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, you good, honey. That's a good song, though. <laughs> there goes my... Was that what y'all was saying? Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Oh, oh, my. Mind. Oh, my. Oh, y'all, what y'all know about that song? Who could this be? And even with some of my clients, that's another level of intimacy that I have. Because you just open people up. You like a flame. You're something else. The way you can open somebody up and float them from here to there without them even realizing it is a problem. But you know, I'm talking about that on the other. I mean, my God. That's stupid. Lord. That is hand. Okay, I'm sorry. No, y'all good. But that's that's what it is. That's what I'm talking about. Because, you know, you have to be mindful. And I have to be mindful as well that I've never met these people before and they've never met me before. But now you're trusting me enough for me to put my hands on you and you naked. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And that's another level of intimacy, intimacy because now you trust me enough with your body when I hear stories of they don't like their body because this happened or um, I've had broken bodies. You know, I've had bodies I've had or stories, got the stories over the past decade that I've had of my clients. Um, I've built a relationship with them. So they they begin to open up with stuff that they haven't even told their husbands or told, you know, their spouse. And once again, it's a relationship, even though I'm, you know, a massage therapist slash body therapist, it's still therapy. So once once um, I start to trust you or once you start to trust me, it's now like, it's OK, I feel comfortable enough. Mm-hmm. So this has happened because this yada, yada, yada. Especially when she get right in this show. My God, God today. My God today. In the top left quadrant. Look, power down. Excuse me. I bet that you set me up, baby, the way she decided this booty when it was hurting. Oh, Lord. She stretched my hands when I was ailing. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad you brought this up. You know what this makes me think of? What? When we went to St. Croix and you and you let me float you. I was about to talk about that, too. I was about to talk about today. Let's go. Because I don't, I don't trust people once again. Yeah. And so Joy, Joy started. I'm like, "Fool, Prince." I'm like, "Oh, what is this?" And she thought I couldn't do it because it was it's a, a mental thing of kind of like letting go. And first I of all, did. it's not that I didn't think you could do it. I actually encouraged you to. You do did. It. You and did. I said, "All you have to do is let go and breathe." Mm. And when I walked yep. away, I came back and here she goes. <laughs> she just, I said, "Look at, look at you." Later on. <laughs> 
Her baby was sleeping on water. I was like, I but was. in the beginning, let me. Her body was so heavy. I was like, just breathe. She's like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> because your body, your mind is telling your body that it's not safe, so it is turning right. into stone. So I'm shaking her body like, let go. Yeah. She's like, okay. I'm like, yeah. water on it. I was like, okay, her stomach went up, and I'm like, good. So you fill your belly with air, so now you can float. So I just start moving her back and forth like a little baby. Next thing I know, she was just like, okay. And then I started to let go, and she could tell, so she started thinking again. I was like, well, blah, 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 you got it, though. <laughs> yeah. It ain't even me. You got it. So I just started, like, moving back, and then I, she opened her eyes, and I was far away. And I was like, look. You what are it? It? I know. I she had to, to, I had to like appreciate them. Minutes. I like that was the the most freeing thing ever because one I I don't allow people to just one touch my body mm-hmm. I know it's, it's a it's an honor to touch people I ain't go I ain't go you know, hold you but it's a privilege to touch me so I don't let anybody and then I just I trust you. So I was like, I had to think about it. I was like, she's not going to let you drown. Nobody right? Is. And then I'm just like, okay, breathe. Wait, wait, wait. Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. I wasn't quite there yet. <laughs> Bring it here. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Ah, yes. And and just having that that sense of freedom, I had it. Thank y'all. Girl, always. You I, know, I appreciate it. y'all. Please. Pull up. Mm. I don't do that shit. But <laughs> no, that girl. that was one of the best moments ever. You gotta show the photo. But you, she drew something afterwards. I did. I had to. I painted. I don't know where the hell it's at. It's on my page. Guys. You better find it. It's, it's, on, my, it's on my page. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's on, I was did. it the head out of the water? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the gap girl phone. Mm-hmm. Don't and it's worry just, about it. Just, don't worry about it. Okay. Exactly which one you're talking about. Mary <laughs> underscore Elise. Mary, Mary Elise, Elise underscore KJ. Uh-huh. You good, uh-huh. mama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna put them in the. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. I'm sure it's on the tag right here when I go like. Oh, you're <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So, y'all. This is trauma. We hope something was said today to help you guys out. And um, please, please follow us. Oh, look, follow us at the right. couch on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> and also follow me, Joy River, on YouTube. Please subscribe because I'll be doing way more content like this to help you guys out on your journey. Peace. On the couch. On the couch. On the mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.